Shalom to all. Today's daf is Nazar Daf Chav Gimel. We are starting at the top of the daf with the brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Basar, Yaakov, Misha, her Nishama should have an aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Chmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us Haisha Shanadra Benazir, a woman that made herself a Nazir, of Haisha Shaisa Yayan, and Mutamal Mesim, and she went about drinking wine and becoming Tommy Mace. Haraisa Sefekis Sarabayim, she gets Malkus for being over on her Naziros. Now let's say Hafala Baila, Vihila Yada Shahafala Baila. Her husband was made for her Nadir, but she didn't know that. Haisha Shaisa Bayan, Mutamal Mesim. And then she went about drinking wine and becoming Tommy Mace. Anus if Agus is Rabbayim, she doesn't get Malkus because she wasn't over anything. However, Rabbi Huda Aimer Rabbi Huda says, Anus if Agus is Rabbayim, if she doesn't get Malkus for being over Navera, Tispek Makas Mardus, she at least gets Makas Mardus. Makas Mardus literally means Makas of rebelliousness. She clearly is rebelling to some extent because she's trying to do an Avera, even though she didn't successfully do an Avera, so she's going to get these Makas to Rabbanon. Now the Gemara begins by quoting a Pasuk. Tan Rabbanon the Pasuk says, Isha Hafeiram Vahashem Yislachla. Her husband has been made for them, and Hashem will forgive her. Now what's this referring to? The Pasuk is talking about a woman whose husband was already made for her neither for her, but she didn't know. She still needs Kapar and Slicha. Even though she wasn't either an actual Avera, she still needs Kapar and Slicha. When Rabbi Kiva came to this Pasuk, he would cry. And he would say, Someone who intends to eat Chazer, he intends to eat Treif. But he ends up eating kosher meat. He needs Kapar and Slicha for that. Someone who tends to eat treif, and he ends up eating treif, for sure he needs kapar and slicha. Someone who intends to eat treif, but ends up eating kosher, is like this woman. She intends to do an avera, because she doesn't know that her husband was made for another for her, but she didn't end up doing an avera at the end of the day. Still, she needs kapar and slicha. And Ketzbedabra Atta Emer something similar. The Pasuk says, He didn't know, He is guilty, He has to bear his sin. Now what's the Pasuk referring to? Someone who intended to eat kosher meat, and he ended up eating treif meat, he has a piece of meat, and it's suffix. maybe it's kosher fat, maybe it's not kosher fat. Amar Kar the Pasuk says, he has to bear his sin. Someone who intended to eat treif, and he ended up eating treif. Of course he needs to do tshuva. And something similar, Isi ben Yehuda, he says, the Pasuk tells us, he didn't know, but he's guilty, and he has to bear his sin. What's this comparable to? Someone who intends to eat kosher meat, and he ended up eating treif meat. For example, there's two pieces of meat in front of him. One is of non-kosher fat, one is of kosher fat. He shall bear his sin, because he ended up eating the treif one. Someone that intended to eat treif, and ate treif. For sure he needs slicha and kapara. And this idea that a person intended to eat kosher, but ended up eating treif, that he has to have kapara, all the sensitive people are going to grieve. Now the Gemara asks, what do we need all these limudim for? They seem very similar to each other. Why do we have to have three separate limudim teaching us something very similar? Sigmar explains, If we only had this member by a woman that she intended to do something usher, but she didn't end up doing that usher thing, however, she still needs slicha and kapara, over there we understand that she would need kapara and slicha because she wanted to do something usher. But when we have one piece of meat and it's just a suffix, we don't know if it's chalav or shuman, the person that ate it intended that he's eating something kosher, you might think that person doesn't eat slich and kapara, and if we only mention that case, we might say the reason why he needs slich and kapara is the ikisura, because there's potential is over here, maybe it's hatera. but in the case of the woman, that her husband was made for her nether for her, and what she ended up doing was 100% mutter, you might think she doesn't need kapara slicha, that's why we have to have the memory of the woman, and if we only had these two memories, I might say, 
that it's these two, that it's sufficient just to have kapar and slicha. Why is that? There wasn't any iser that was set over here. As we had said, she didn't do any iser because her husband was made for nether for her, and this piece of meat in front of us wasn't 100% usher. It was suffix chelev, suffix shuman. But when we have two pieces of meat, one is chelev, one is shuman, one of them is 100% usher, you might think it's not sufficient for the person just to have kapar and slicha, and he would have to have a greater, bigger truth than that. The chinnish is, even in such a case, it's enough just to have kapar and slicha. Something similar, the Gemara continues. What's pshat in the pasuk? For the pathways of Hashem are straight. Tzadikim will go on them. And paishim, sinners, are going to stumble in them. So what's this compared to? We have two people. They roasted their karb on Pesach. One of them ate his karb on Pesach. He had a mind to do a mitzvah. And one of them just ate it. It was a chilagasa. He was already full. He didn't really have an appetite. And he ate his karb on Pesach in that state. So is that the one that ate it with mitzvah intentions, we apply the pasuk of Vitzadikim Yalchubam. Tzadikim will go in them. He's considered a tzaddik by going in this path of Hashem. This one that ate it in a gluttonous manner, we apply this pasuk of Upaishim to him. Now, Malay Rishlakish. Rishlakish asked him, Hi, Russia, Karaslay? This fellow is called a Russia just because he ate the carbon pasuk in a gluttonous manner. He might not have done the mitzvah in the choicest way possible, but Pesach Mia Ka'avid, he still was yet to the mitzvah of eating the carbon pasuk, so how can you call him a Paisheya, a sinner. Ella, Mashal Shnei Adam, the Mashal is two people. Zet Ishtem Achaisa Imai, Vizet Ishtem Achaisa Imai. This one has wife and sister with him, and this one has his wife and sister with him. Ulzen is Damnolai Ishtai. This one had relations with his wife. Ulzen is Damnolai Achaisai. And this one accidentally had relations with his sister. Zeshin is Damnolai Ishtai. This one that had relations with his wife, Tzadikim Yalchubam. So his Pasuk of Tzadikim Yalchubam applies to him. Vizeshin is Damnolai Achaisai. This one that ended up having relations with his sister. We apply the Pasuk of Upashim Kashlubam. But the Mark continues to ask on that comparison. Me, dummy, is that really comparable? We're talking about that there's one path. Hashem's path is completely straight. So we're talking about one path. Over here in this mashal, we're talking about two pathways. What are the two pathways? Either his wife or his sister. So it's also not a good mashal. So the Gemara finally says, The mashal is to light and his two daughters with him. Now let's remind ourselves of what happened. Light was saved from Sedaim with his two daughters. They ran away. His two daughters thought that there was no one left in the world. So how are they going to bear children? His first daughter got him drunk, lay with him, and because that she became pregnant and she called the child Mayav. And the second night, the scene repeated itself with the second daughter. She also became pregnant and she named that child Ben-Ami, who's the father of the nation Amon. So, Hainshin is Chavnul Shem Mitzvah. They had Kavana, it was pure for a Mitzvah. We applied the Pasuk with Tzadikim Yelchubam. Hushin is Chavnul Shem Avera. His Kavana was for an Avera. So, Paishim Kashlubam, we apply that Pasuk to him. As the Gemara of Adilma, who named perhaps he also had an intention for a Mitzvah. Who says that Light's intentions were wrong? So, Rabbi Yechon, he says, call Pasuk Azal Shem Avera Namar. This entire Pasuk has to do with an Avera. So we're going to quote the whole Pasuk and the Gemara splits it up to explain it. The Pasuk is, Vayisa light is enov. Light raised his eyes. Vayar's kol kika yardain. He saw the entire plane of the Yardain. Kichula mashke. For the entire thing was mashke, was watered. And this Pasuk is referring to when light separated from Avram and he ended up moving to Sedaim. So now we explain the Pasuk piece by piece to show how light's entire intention was for an Avera. Vayisa light. He raised his eyes. What Pasuk is this comparable? Vatisa eshes hadayna vaseneha. That the wife of his master raised her eyes. This is referring to eshes patifa raising her eyes to Yosef wanting to do Navera with him. So we see that this Vayisa is similar to Vatisa raising eyes for Navera. As Einov the Pasuk says, he raised his eyes, Kihi Yeshara Be'enov, this is referring to Shimshon when he said that he wanted to marry a Plishti woman, so here we see Einaim having to do with Navera. It says in the Pasuk Vayelot, Vayar, and he saw, this is comparable to the Pasuk, Vayar Oysa Shechem Ben Chamar, Shechem Ben Chamar saw her, who did he see? Dina, and he did Navera. The Pasuk Vayelot says,
says, as Kol Kikar Hayardain, how do we say this has to do with an Avera? The Pasuk says, Kiba'ad Isha Zaina Ad Kikar Lechem, for a man is reduced to having no bread because of a Zaina. So you see, this Lashon of Kikar has to do with Znos. The Pasuk by Light says, Kichula Mashke, and where do we say this Lashon of Mashke has to do with Znos or an Avera? The Pasuk says, El Chachrema Ahavai, I'm going to go after my loved ones, Nice Nelachme Umeimai, those that give me my bread and water, Samri Upishti, my wool and flax, Shamni Vishikuyoi, my oil and my drink. Shikuyoi and Mashke is the same word. But the Gemara asks, Well, is honest. Light was an Ines. They got him drunk. So how can you say that he had bad intentions? So the Gemara answers, Tana Mishoma Biesi Baravchuni, Vav Uv Kuma Shalbachira. Why is it there's dots on the Vav of the word Uv Kuma of the older one? It says in the Pasuk, Vatavai Habachir Vatishka Vesavia, the older one came and she lay with her father. Vlayada Beshechva Uv Kuma, he didn't know in her laying down and in her getting up. Now, why does it have dots on that vav of uvkuma? Let me to say, that teaches us that when she lay with him, he didn't know because he was drunk. But when she got up, he realized what had happened. What do you want him to do? Whatever was, was. He can't take back the act. So Gmar answers, The nafkamina is that the next night, he shouldn't have drunk wine because he should have suspected that it would have happened again, which it did. So he's at fault for drinking the second night. And that's why we're saying his intentions were not l'shem and we continue to talk about Light and his daughters. Darsh Rava Rava Darshin. Literally, this means a rebellious brother from a strong city. And contentions are like the bar of a castle. So, this is referring to Light, who's separated from Avram. We're considering Light the rebellious brother. And Light plays contentions like a bar in a castle, meaning because of the fighting between Lights and Avram. Shepherds, Light moved away to Sadaim. That led to relations with his daughters, which ended in the following halacha, which were the sons that came from Light's daughters. They're not allowed to come into Kal Hashem. They're not allowed to marry into Am Yisrael. And the word continues, Darish Rava, Vitem Rav Yitzchak. What's The Pasuk literally means he was separate, seeks his own taiva, but is exposed to all bodies of wisdom. Now, what Shechas does it have to Light? That's referring to Light, that he kept himself separate from Avram, but it was really only for his own desire. He just wanted to enjoy himself and that's why he moved to Sadaim. How do we understand that? That his embarrassment and his shame is revealed in all the shoals on the Batim Midrashim. Then not because the Mishnah says, And this male is usher forever and ever, meaning even if he becomes a Yid, all of his male descendants are usher to marry into Am Yisrael. So the shame of what Light did with his daughters is revealed in all the Batim now, continuing with this, Amr Ula, he said, Tamar Zinsa, Zimri Zina. Tamar, the daughter in law of Yehuda, she was Mazana, and Zimri, who was the head of Shevet Shimon, he was Mazana. Tamar Zinsa, Tamar was Mazana, Yatsu Menem Lachem Vim. Kings and Vim came from her. Zimri Zina, Zimri was Mazana, Naflu, all of Kamarivais Misrael. Many thousands of Amisrael fell because of him. We know that Zimri was Mazana with a Mayavi princess, and because of that, a plague broke out, and 24,000 Yidden died. And Amr of Nachamar Yitzchak, Gedela Veri Lashma, Mitzvah Shalai Lashma. And a Veri that's done, Lashma, is greater than a Mitzvah. And we can see that from what we just had previously. Now the Gemara asks, A person should always do Tyre Mitzvahs, even if it's because Shalai Lishma leads to Lishma. Now, based off this memra, it can't be that Naveira Lishma is greater than a Mitzvah Shalai Lishma. We see that a Mitzvah Shalai Lishma still is a very high level. So the Gemara says, You're right, what we should really say is, And Naveira Lishma is on the same level as a Mitzvah Shalai Lishma. The Pasuk tells us, 
Tavarech Minashem, she will bless along with the women, who, Yael, who's Yael, Eshes Chavra Akeni, Minashem Ba'el Tavarech, she's going to be blessed along with the women in the tent. Now this is referring to when Tavarech and Aviyah and Barak waged war with Sisra, they ended up conquering him in a miraculous way, Sisra ran away, Yael stepped outside her tent, invited Sisra, who was running away, into her tent, she gave him to drink, and in order to tire him out, she had Tashmish with him, and then once he fell asleep, she killed him, and the Pasuk says about her that Tavarech Minashem Yael, she's going to be blessed along with all the other women, she's blessed with all the women in the tent. Now we ask, Man Nashim Shabayel, who are these women in the tent that she's being blessed along with? Sar Rivka Rachavalea, it was said about all of our Imais that they were in a tent, so she's blessed just like them. So we see that her intentions were 100% pure. Now Rav Yechen Rav Yechen says, Sheva Be'ilah is Baal Isa Rasha Ba'isa Shah, at that time, that Rasha, Sisra, he was Baal her seven times. Shnamar the Pasuk says, Bein Raglea, Kara, Nafal, Shacha, Vigaymer, and there are seven Lashonis of falling or laying down in this Pasuk. Ask the Gemara, why are we praising Yael for this act? She had Hanash, she had benefit from his Bia. So Amr Yechen, he answers, All the good of Rashaim that Rashaim give, that's just considered bad by Tzadikim. Meaning Tzadikim don't want anything from Rasha, even if it's technically good. Shanam, because the Pasuk says, Hashem told Lavan when he was chasing after Yaakov, be very careful, from speaking to Yaakov, either good or bad. So Bishlam, we understand that he shouldn't talk anything bad to Yaakov, he shouldn't threaten him or say something bad to him. That's obvious. Why shouldn't Lavan say something nice to Yaakov? Maybe give him a bracha. Must be that we see from here, We see that even the good of a rasha, meaning a bracha that he might give or something positive that he might do, that's considered bad by a tzaddik. And therefore, when Yael had Tashmish for Sisra, even though technically Tashmish is something good and enjoyable, that's considered bad by tzaddikim, and she didn't enjoy it. And going back to what we were discussing before, Gufa, A person should always involve himself and learn Tyra and do mitzvahs, even if it's Shalai leads to doing it and where do we see this from? With Eschar of the 42 Karbanas that Balak HaRasha brought when Balaam tried to curse Am Yisrael. So he told Balak to bring Karbanas and there was a total of 42 Karbanas. Now these were brought because he wanted to curse Am Yisrael. But nonetheless, we see that he got Eschar for this. He was Zaycha and Rus came from him. And Rus was the granddaughter of Eglon who was the king of Mayav. So we see that even something that was done Shalai Lishma brings about a bad reward. Now back to Light and his daughters. How do we know that Hashem doesn't withhold schar even if it's the schar of proper speech? In regards to the older daughter, the Karise Mayav, she called her son Mayav. The Torah says, Don't start up with Mayav and don't make war with them. We see no making war with Mayav. But we are allowed to harass them and pain them and make them a shaga. But regarding the younger daughter, the Karise Ben Ami, she called her son Ben Ami, which is a much more clean Lashen. Mayav means from my father, May of. So it's very obvious where this child came from. But Ben Ami just means the son of my people. And it's not clear where this son came from. So it's a much cleaner Lashen. Amalei, what does it say about Amoin? Al Tetsureim v'altes garbam afilu tsuure loitzarin and klal don't be mitzar them at all. So we see that the younger daughter receives char even just for that sichanoya, for that proper speech. And Amar B'chia Bar-Oven, Amar B'shu Ben Karcha lo'elam yaktim adam l'dvar mitzvah a person should always be zealous and try to do a mitzvah first. Because as the schar the older daughter got for doing this act with her father a night before the younger one, she had four generations of her go into Malchus Yisrael earlier than her younger sister. Rus came from Mayav, and who were the descendants of Rus? 
Oved Yishai David and Shlaima, four generations of Malchus over there, and it was only once Rechavam, the son of Shlaima Hamelch, was born that Amin made its way into the Malchus because Shlaima Hamelch's wife was Nama Aminus, she was from Amin, so we see that the older daughter got into Malchus Yisrael four generations before the younger one. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.